0: the following podcast is a dear media production' I've got visions in my head people tell me that I'm crazy've exactly reasons like the rest of hi y'all welcome back to the I love you so much podcast hope you guys are having a fabulous day I'm currently in Austin Texas Still in the great state of Texas. Also wearing, if you guys are watching on YouTube, which you should be, I am wearing a very fabulous Fabletics set. And let me tell you something about this set. It makes you look so snatched. And like something about it, like I just feel like a very put together, like hot PTA mom. And it's giving everything that needed to be given. You know what I mean? Like I'm really like loving my time. I love my Fabletics sets actually. Like I kind of live in them. Today is a nice little solo, so you guys have me, myself, and I hope you guys enjoy. This episode was inspired by my conversation with Nicole Walters on the podcast a couple weeks ago. It was such a good conversation, and I was just talking about—well, she was talking about, I think, taking time to be single, and then I think I made it about myself or something like that. I'm not really exactly sure on the details, but basically, I just had brought up how I like really stopped dating— for a long time and how it was the best thing I could have ever done for myself. And I was like, I honestly need to record a solo episode on this. I've recorded episodes on breakups, on heartbreaks. I'll touch on that throughout the episode. But today is more about like me, myself and I. It's all about me. okay? but it's really all about you if you're listening to this and how this was just like a very transformative two years of my life, which I'm not saying everyone needs to be single and not date for two years, like whatever. We're going to get into all that. I think these past two years have been, I mean, I know these past two years. Why do I always say I think? I know these past two years have been so transformative and very like almost like building blocks as to like who I am in so many things. We're gonna get into that. Breaking news, actually. I'm currently in Austin. We'll get to this at the end. I'm no longer like not dating and not interested and, you know, whatever. But we will be talking about the time that I was. And this is recently ended. And as soon as it ended, there was like five guys in four days. It was crazy. One of them, who I like to call my Fort Worth boyfriend, because Macy and I met them in Fort Worth and we love these men. He moved to Austin and he just texted me. I had no idea he found me on Instagram and said, are you in my town of Austin tonight, my new town of Austin tonight? So, Guess he found me there, which is actually really funny because, well, I won't be seeing him tonight. I have other things to do. But it's actually really funny because we were, this is a really messy moment of my life. I'm not gonna, I'll spare you the details. We were on the dance floor at Cadillacs in Fort Worth, which is like a line dancing. It's a bar. It's really fun. But we're very drunk, okay? And one of y'all comes up and is like, oh my God, I love your like YouTube videos and whatever. Like so nice in the middle of like, and we're just like being gross. Like it's just like, it's honestly a very low moment in my life. And someone asked her a photo separately. And he was like, confused. And he's like, who is that? But thank God he was drunk. And I was like, oh my God, like just a friend from college. Ha ha ha. You know, that's what, I, that's what I said. And I guess he realized now that I'm lying because he found me on Instagram and asked me to go do something tonight, which is really a beautiful, I'm not doing anything with him tonight. I have other plans. But it's a really beautiful thing to happen when I'm recording this episode as things are now happening in my life, you know? Okay, so... I stopped dating basically for almost two years. Like a year and a half, two years, honestly, same thing. And I'm not like a nun. Like I didn't like, I mean, honestly, I kind of was a nun, like a little bit. I don't know much about nuns, but maybe I was a little bit of a nun. My friends would definitely call me a nun. This was intentional at first. I will say, I was like, you know what? I think my work here is done for a bit. I think I've done enough. And I think I need to be put, not in timeout, but like on a break. I need to be stopped, some might say. I really think, well, I had just gotten to the place in dating where I'd lost so much of myself in even relationships and dating, like long-term relationships, short-term relationships. Like I was just, without even realizing it, making myself smaller to like fit in the role of like so-and-so's girlfriend or in the role of like just being in a relationship or dating them in general. And it's not that like, I am like better or they're better. it's not like that I'm like better than anyone that I've dated or anything like that. I mean, like some of them suck. Don't get me wrong. Not all of them. I have dated some great guys, but it was just like we were not the right match. And I don't know how I ever possibly thought that we would have been, you know, and over time I was just making myself smaller to like fit into that mold in, in place. I was making like my world smaller and on this podcast, we're always about making our worlds bigger and everyone else's world bigger around us. And I was doing quite literally the opposite of my dating life. I don't know what it was. Actually, I do. And we'll get to that. But for some reason, like in life, I am the last person to settle. I will not settle. Settling is my, it's like my biggest fear in life, which is ironic because I was settling only in my dating life, but in no other aspect, like not my life and my friendships, not my life in my home, not my life in my career at all. Like I wasn't settling in any of those aspects, but I was always settling in dating. I got to the point where I was, this is so dramatic. This is literally like, I'm in an early 2000s, like music video, looking outside the car when it's raining out and like Hillary Duff is on the radio. But I was looking at myself in the mirror one day and I was like, I don't even know who I am. Like, I'm so confused. Which is crazy because I clearly have a very big personality. I'm very driven and I'm a very like independent girl. Big personality. Lots of drive. Like a very just honestly like a strong, normally confident girl, woman, whatever. Something about, I mean, I'm 25. Like I need to grow up. Like I am a woman, I guess. But like something about saying that sometimes makes me feel uncomfortable. So maybe I'm not as evolved as I thought I was. Anyways, I just got to a place where I was like, I don't even know who I am. Like, I am so confused. And I, whereas in other areas of my life, I would never settle. And I was like, I was the first to stand up for myself. And I was the first to know what I want. I was losing that in relationships. And so after those relationships ended, I was left you know, with me and myself and I. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what am I doing? I'm so confused. I remember talking to my therapist and I was like, this is actually the first time in my life where I feel like I have no idea what I want. And something about me in my life is that I've always known what I wanted. It might not have been the right thing for me. And honestly, more often than not, it wasn't. But I always know what I wanted before then. So the fact that I got to that place just like killed me. And then I lost a lot of like trust in myself and I started shaming myself for getting into the positions that I had gotten in with boyfriends that like had not treated me right or had like literally stolen from me or just done like not the right thing. And I was like at the end of the day though, like yes… That wasn't great, but like I dated them. Like I chose to do that. I put myself in that position. So I was like shaming myself a lot. And I was just, I don't know. I was, I was very lost and I lost a lot of confidence in myself because I had picked those people, you know? Like I was the one who did that. I did the thing. And so I lost a lot of confidence. And it was just, it was really like killing me. I don't know. And so after that, what I thought was just gonna be a couple months, I swear to God, I really did not think it would last this long. I was like, I need to just be single. My biggest fear at that point was being alone. Like I remember when I was going through breakups with the last couple of guys that I dated, I was more afraid of just spending time by myself than I was on the relationship. I think I or than I was like losing that that particular person. I'd grown like more codependent in one of my relationships. And I was like, this is just not me. And I've lost a lot of myself. And I need time to just like get it together and to find myself and to know what I want. And how could I ever possibly like choose a partner right now when I don't even know who I am? So how would I know who I am to then know what I want? You know what I mean? Let me let you in on a secret, okay? I get a lot of questions about how I stay consistent in my routine and like stay active and yada, 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 right? It's really not what you think. It's not like, oh, you know, this is good for me. No, 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 no. It's the fact that I have so many cute workout sets right now and they're all from Fabletics. If you guys follow me on YouTube, follow me on Instagram, y'all would have seen me wearing these sets lately. They are so cute. The other day, I wore this set that was like a green and white checkered set. The leggings were flared. The bra was cute. It was matching. And I only had like people, like guys who were like working at my house. And even they, them were like, that's a really cool set. Like not in a creepy way. They actually just thought it was cool. And I'm like, that's how you know it's good. Like I'm not even seeing anyone today and I'm still getting compliments, you know? Fabletics' mission is to create the world's most fashionable, high-performance, active lifestyle products for everyone and everybody at an accessible price. They combine fitness and fashion to make women feel confident at and beyond the gym by offering premium, quality activewear at an incredibly accessible price point. Fabletics brings sizes ranging from extra-extra-small to 4X, to a loyal community of over 2 million members across 10 countries. Here's the thing about workout sets. A lot of them can get really pricey, and that's why I always recommend Fabletics because Fabletics has like the best deals ever, and the quality is unbelievable. Y'all can visit fabletics.com slash you to get two bottoms for $24, plus up to 70% off everything else on your first order when you sign up for a VIP membership. I've had a VIP membership for many, many years. It's very easy to pause when you don't want to be using it. It's just the easiest thing ever, but also I've gotten some of my best workout sets from this VIP membership at the best pricing. And these are items that like, for example, like I just moved and I got rid of so many clothing. I donated a ton. And the stuff that I kept, honestly, largely was Fabletics. And it was from years ago. Like this stuff lasts. Definitely follow me on Instagram if y'all want to see me wearing these sets because I am literally wearing them every single day. They are the best. If you're looking for a little pep in your step to get a little more active or looking to just get more bang for your buck, go to fabletics.com slash I love you to get two bottoms for $24 plus up to 70% off everything else on your first order when you sign up for a VIP membership. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I like to say I'm someone who's constantly evolving. I'm constantly growing and I'm always learning something new about myself, okay? And what I have learned about myself in my 20s, like I said, is that I don't like uncertainty and also that I have an anxious attachment style, as discussed in this episode. Um, But in all seriousness, when I was going through like the thick of my loneliness and isolation and feeling like at my worst in my 20s and also just breakup wise and so many things. Therapy has been what has been the most helpful thing for me ever. I've been in and out of therapy since I was in the fifth grade, like literally the fifth grade, guys. So I'm seasoned in this thing. I know a thing or two about therapy, and I think it is single handedly the best thing I've ever done in my life. I wouldn't be where I'm at mentally, emotionally, where I'm at in my friendships, where I'm at in my career without it. And it is just like a non-negotiable for me. Even in dating, like I need to be with someone who is at least open to therapy, right? Getting to know yourself is a lifelong process, especially because like I said, we're always growing and evolving. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want. (laughs) Don't I know that? Um, Or we just don't know what we're acting though that we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. If y'all are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. So I'm like thinking about the people who are listening who have wanted to try therapy, but they just don't want to because maybe it's a little bit more expensive or it's a lot more expensive or maybe it's inaccessible. Maybe they're not having a hard time like finding the right therapist for the right like specific issue that they're having in their area and that is why I'm here to recommend BetterHelp to you. I am like their number one fan, okay? It is entirely online, which feels a lot less overwhelming. And you save time if you don't want to like drive and go in the waiting room and all that stuff. I know that can get annoying. It's daunting and it can be just too much, right? When, when maybe trying therapy is something that you've been wanting to do and putting off for so long. So it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And like I said earlier, maybe you're having a hard time finding like the right therapist in your area. So BetterHelp, not only do they match you with one, but they give you a brief questionnaire that matches you with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So you're also not limited to just the therapist in your area because maybe there's one that's better for you that lives, you know, further away. So discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Kinsey today and get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp, H E L P dot slash Kenzie. So I thought it was just gonna be like a short period of time until I got into like a better mental headspace, but then I ended up just becoming so happy and loving my life so much that it's lasted so long. And I'm only now to a point where I feel like good and open to dating and like interested in people and like actually like have crushes and things like that. And that was like a foreign concept to me. Like I couldn't even imagine having feelings for someone. It was actually kind of crazy. It's also important to note that I had pretty much up until this point always had like a guy around or been like talking to someone, or dating someone. who was a relationship girl. I'd had multiple long-term relationships. so Like I had like spent so much of my life, like my teen years and my early twenties dating and in relationships that I was like, you know what? It's fine. Also, this is my 23rd to 25th year. So I will say when a lot of people are like, how do you, I think there's so, I mean, again, I think, I know there is so much added pressure and stress around women and this idea of getting married by a certain age and having kids by a certain age and the biological clock is so annoying. So I will say I'm coming at this from a place of like, this is my 23rd to 25th year. So like nothing in me was stressed out that like I wasn't going to like meet a partner at some point because I was younger. So I am like from that perspective, keep in mind. Not that you shouldn't do this at a different age or anything like that. I'm just saying like I'm not speaking on advice from that experience because I don't know how I would feel, even though obviously we should never feel those things. But I your emotions are valid and I just can't really speak to that. Okay. There's also a lot of people that will tell you to like date, 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 get back on the wagon. And like, I think there's a time for that. And I do think it's important. And like, you know, there's a chance that maybe when I'm married, I'm like, I regret not dating for those two years. But at the same time, I think you just have to know yourself. And that's what this podcast episode is really going to be about, is like getting to know yourself and building a strong relationship with yourself. And I know myself well enough to know that this really was the right decision. I feel that way now maybe I will not feel that way later. But I cannot imagine just like what is what I've like progressed into in the past two years. Like I have the best relationship with myself that I've ever had. I can't imagine regretting this time. And also like the people's advice that I care about when it comes to dating or just even like becoming the person that you are like meant to be are people who are older than me and in healthy marriages and like people that I actually look up to and want to be. Not that someone's opinions or advice doesn't like, I don't know. I don't mean this like in a rude way. Not okay. I'm not saying that just because you're not married doesn't mean you have good advice or anything like that. It's just like who I choose to get advice from are people who are in a position that I want to like emulate, if that makes any sense. And all of those people told me that I was making a good decision. Nicole Walters did as well, which means something, okay? This also for me like wasn't about a boy. It wasn't about a relationship. It was really just about myself. I just had lost so much of myself in those years. Had no one to blame besides me, myself, and I. So I just like needed to get it together. I also had an anxious attachment style, okay? And I noticed it setting me off. I felt really lost and confused. And I just, I also couldn't regulate my own emotions. This was another thing. So while I was terrified of spending time alone, which is a very normal feeling to feel, it was foreign to me because up until that point, I had always loved alone time. So it freaked me out like big time when I was terrified of spending time alone. This is also like, you know, COVID and whatever. So uh, I was like, I just, I need to come back to self. Attachment styles are huge and so helpful. If I can recommend any two books to you in the world, honestly, the first one will be Attached. I forget the author. I think they're a doctor. It's all on attachment styles. And it was the best book I've ever read, ever. Like, honestly, even in terms of understanding yourself, it's not even always you in a relationship. I think I learned more about myself in that book than I have, and anything else. It was one fascinating and she just so, so, so helpful. And then also breakup bootcamp, which I know I said, we're not going to like totally talk about breakups here. This is about us and not about them. And that book is actually that way. That book was so helpful to me in breakups. If you're going through one, you need to read it. Even if you're not going through a breakup though, you learn so much about yourself and the whole premise of the book ends up being like, it's about you, you know? So anyways, I'm going to read off just some signs of ancient attachment styles in case some of y'all understand. I don't, Resonate with all of these, but I resonate with most, okay? Signs of codependency, intense emotional discomfort or avoidance of being alone. Hello. Difficulty setting boundaries. Yes. Fear of abandonment. Feeling like you're unworthy of love. I, I've realized that I feel this, but it's it's so deep in my soul and in my being that I'm not even aware that I feel this. Like, you know, Sometimes my therapist will be like, well, where is this fear coming from? And I'm like, what fear are you talking about, you know? So anyways, that's one of them. Feeling dependent on others. Frequent need for validation. An intense desire for intimacy or closeness. Tendency to feel or act jealous. That's actually the... I don't really feel jealous, honestly. People-pleasing tendencies. Yes. Low self-esteem. Sensitivity to changes in how others feel, speak, or behave. That's huge. Tolerating unhealthy behaviors in relationships. Hello. And difficulty trusting others. I actually feel like I trust others too quickly. But anyways, that was something that I really wanted to work on as well. And to move into an att- or a secure attachment style. The two main, there's three, but the two main like attachment styles are avoidant and anxious. And typically they attract to each other and it is very unhealthy. So I was anxious and I was always dating avoidance, but I didn't want to come off as anxious so that I would like make myself smaller and I wouldn't voice that and I wouldn't, whatever. So then I was like, I really want to get to a place where I am more of a secure attachment type. And I think I'm actually finally there. I've noticed how different I am when it comes to this stuff. But I definitely lean anxious. Like, I definitely still have those tendencies. It's not like I'm, like, cured perfect, but I definitely have gotten a lot better. You basically just have to know and listen to yourself, which is so annoying to say because it's also like, how the fuck do you even do that? Like, what does that mean? Like, Gandhi, you know what I mean? And you do that by spending time alone, okay? And I spent a lot of time alone. I also got a lot of solo hobbies. I also spent a lot of time journaling. I spent a lot of time reading. And I spent a lot of time in therapy of just being like, I want to get... To the best place that I can be in, not because I don't think I'm worthy of love in this state, but because I don't feel good about the relationship that I have within myself and how I am outside of a relationship or in a relationship. And building a relationship with yourself is like the same as it is building it with another friend or a boyfriend or a girlfriend, whatever partner you have in life. You invest and spend time together, right? And so that's what you have to do with your relationship with yourself. You have to ignore people that are telling you to do and get quiet and figure it out. I was so afraid of spending time alone. And because it was scary, it's something that I like leaned into. And it's funny that I was ever afraid of it because now I crave it more than anything, which I think is why this has lasted two years, okay? Another thing is that like, I definitely had a lot of friends, like best friends in my ear being like, oh my God, okay, like let's, you need to go out. You need to go hook up with someone. You need to go do this. You need to go do that. And while, like, none of those things are bad and, like, maybe they're helpful for other people, I just knew myself enough to know that, like, it would not be good for me. And if I was doing those things at that time in my life, I wouldn't be doing it out of a place that was, like, healthy. I would be doing it out of a place of maybe needing their validation, filling some sort of void, some sort of, like, loneliness aspect. And while, like, I'm not saying any of that's bad at all— it just would have been bad for me because I was doing it for the wrong reasons. So now it's like, oh, if I were to go hook up with someone or go on a date or go do something, like I am like a whole person. So it's fine now. But then I was like, it's just not coming from the right place, if you will. So I had to kind of ignore my friends, even though normally, I mean, I really do value their opinions and I really do care. I think also it's like they're doing that. They want me involved. Like it, nothing came from like a bad place at all. These are people that love me. But I just, I knew that it wasn't, it wasn't a move for me, okay? I personally am getting a little bit tired of my wardrobe right now. I keep talking about how I need a little refresh in my life, okay? And I also just moved and you know, I'm not made of money. I'm breaking the bank, okay? Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to be saving money. I want to be cost-effective. And honestly, more than anything, I don't want clutter in my house. Clutter just gives me anxiety. And I'm finding myself, like, spending so much money on stuff that I'm wearing once or twice. And I hate that about myself. And I just feel like it's so wasteful and not even good for the environment. And so we're, we're, we're stopping that, all right? And Fashion Pass is what I'm deciding to do. Fashion Pass is a clothing rental service that I talk about on this podcast all the time where you can get unlimited rentals for one flat price. Fashion Pass is the best, in my opinion, because you can swap out your items as many times a month as you want. So you basically can get new clothes every single week. It's not on like a monthly basis necessarily. You can just consistently swap them out, right? They carry the best brands like they have for Love and Lemons, Free People, and Show Me Your Moo Moo, which is my personal favorite. That saves me so much money because, again, like I'm not spending $200 on that item that I'm only wearing once or twice that becomes clutter in my closet and a waste for everyone involved, Okay. I'm currently on the trendsetter plan, which is the one that I recommend. So basically, I get to pick four clothing items in every order, or I could pick three clothing items and two accessories if I'm wanting jewelry, bags, etc. And I can switch out my order as many times a month as I want. So this is what I'm saying. Like, yes, it's a monthly subscription. But on top of that, you are then able to switch out your clothes as often as you want. Like, you're not just stuck at those items for the month. You can continue once you wear them, send it back, and there you go. The shipping is super fast and they take care of the dry cleaning, which is amazing. Less laundry. So you literally just send it back in the pre label bag they give you when you're done and then you get to choose new items. It could not be easier. One of my favorite parts is that when you love something and you don't want to part ways, you can actually get a huge discount, anywhere from 30 to 70% off. Plus, every month, I get a $10 purchase discount that counts towards anything I buy. So I actually have a special discount code for y'all, of course. You go to fashionpass.com and use code I love you at checkout. You'll get $60 off your first month so you can try it for literally $29. That's unlimited rentals for just $29 with code I love you. I am about to be everyone's favorite person right now. A spokesperson for the women, if you will, okay? What if I told you that you can finally have a bra that makes your boobs look and feel amazing? And is actually super comfortable to wear all day long. I mean, it's like a bra that you're not getting home and like waiting and looking forward to taking off. You're not even noticing it because you feel so good. Okay. I have the bra for you. It is third loves 24 seven classic t-shirt bra and it makes your boobs look great. It's amazing, right? It's also super supportive and comfortable and it's not showing through your clothes, which drives me up a wall. I wear a lot of like tight clothing, whether it's tank tops or like bodysuits or whatever. And when I can see my bra throughout my top, oh my God, it's just, it's like a personal pet peeve of mine. I really don't like it. This bra, it's made millions of women and their boobs very happy. So if for whatever reason, you guys are not believing me. Listen to the millions of other women. It's designed for your body and even comes in half cup sizes, so you can always get that perfect fit. I don't know if y'all knew this, but your bra size can change six or more times throughout your life. Isn't that kind of crazy? So Third ThirdLive made it really easy to find a bra that actually fits with their Fitting Room Quiz. It's basically like a personal shopper, but better. It focuses on size, brush shape, fit issues, and your style to find bras that are the perfect fit for you. The Fitting Room Quiz has helped over 20 million women find their true bra size. And you can be next. I love this bra. I feel like my clothes just fit better. I feel more comfortable and at ease and like just, I feel more confident, honestly. So, let me tell you a little something about this 24 7 classic t shirt bra. It is your everyday go to bra, it forms your body. So, your boobs always look their best. I keep talking about this, I know, but I got a lot of compliments on a TikTok that I posted with this bra, and everyone was asking about this bra, and it's this one, okay? It's no slip straps that stay in place all day. It's supportive and comfortable. Comes in over 60 sizes and half cups for your perfect fit. It's an invisible underclothes. It works well with every outfit. They also have a perfect fit promise. So you never get stuck with a bad bra again. Returns and exchanges are free for 60 days. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists is available to answer your questions. They also give back. So Third Love is the largest donor of undergarments in the U.S. Partnering with organizations across the U.S., Third Love has donated over $50 million worth of bras to help people in need, which is amazing. Ditch your bad bras, get a better one that makes you feel and look great. Upgrade your bra today and get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com. I love you. That's 20% off your first order today at thirdlove.com. I love you. So I made a list of the things that I gained through these two years of singleness, aka like literally being a nun uh, is what we're going to call it. And these are things that are the best parts of my life and things that I would never in a million years give up ever and where I ended up on the other side Post all the breakups post all the like confusion and the feeling lost and the insecurity and the like change and whatever And it wasn't without like work. Like I definitely put in the work I read the books. I listened to the podcast. I did the walks. I did the workouts Like I did everything that I could have possibly done to get myself into a better headspace But this is what came out of it. And it was amazing. Okay I put number one a way stronger sense of self clarity confidence confidence Peace most of the time. Maybe not the current week that I'm recording this because I'm like really hormonal and I was, I was searching for peace all day yesterday. I couldn't find her anywhere. But normally I just have a way stronger sense of peace that like things are just going to work out and that comes from like a very strong like sense of confidence in like myself and understanding that like I don't control everything and I'm just in a better emotional state. So I just feel like like very calm and collected and confident. Whereas before I would have found myself like reaching. Like if I was dating someone, it's like, let's say it's like a non-negotiable or a deal breaker or something I really didn't want in someone. I would then, I would know that it wasn't what I wanted. You know what I mean? And then I would do it. I would be like, yep. I Let's say I wanted red and they had green. And I'd be like, yep, that's him. That's That's the one. Like it was just like me making myself smaller. And now I just have such a confidence in who I am and what I want that will obviously change. But I have—I think I overall just have a better relationship with myself to where I'll allow it to change. And I'll honor that instead of making myself smaller. This reminds me of Chelsea Handler, my lord and savior, Chelsea Handler. When her and Joe Coy broke up, that was really heartbreaking for me. Not to make it again about myself, which is clearly the common theme of this podcast, but it was very heartbreaking because I was like, oh my God, like if Chelsea Hamler can find love, so can everyone else. Like, so can I more importantly. Right. And I listened to her talk about it and she said the way she spoke about it made me, it honestly, it was like really inspiring to me because essentially it came down to a non-negotiable I don't know what it was. She didn't specify, but she said, I'm really proud of myself because this was something I was not willing to budge on and it didn't matter how in love with this man I was. I knew that I deserved something else and I couldn't budge on it. I like have a theory that he like wouldn't go to therapy or something. And it was just something that really mattered to me long term and I knew that down the line it was going to cause a lot of issues and I couldn't do it. And so... I loved myself enough to exit that relationship with someone that I was madly in love with and I'm not telling you that like if someone isn't everything that you want on paper like to break up with them and leave that's not what I'm saying at all but like you know the things that down the line will cause such an issue and I just thought that was very inspiring because it's something that I've struggled with in relationships and I'm only 25 and it's been like I know this isn't really something I want long term, but like I'm going to make it work and I'm just going to make myself smaller to make you comfortable. I was no longer afraid of being alone. I've already touched on this a lot, but not only was I not afraid of being alone, I actually started to enjoy my own company a little bit too much, you know? Like now I had, it takes a lot for me to go do something. And this is what I always say too. Like I love my own company, my friends so much. It's like I couldn't even, like, fathom at that, this point in my life the idea of, like, using that time to, like, spend with some random guy. And now I can. Now I'm, like, into the whole dating thing, whatever. But I only started, like, getting back into that when I felt like I had a change of heart, if you will. I actually enjoy my own company. My female friendships are the biggest thing that came out of this. And yes, you will always be growing. Always, hopefully. Even with, in a relationship or out of a relationship. I'm not saying you have to be single to grow at all. And I'm not saying you have to be single to have these friendships. I just know myself. And at this point in my life, I would have prioritized a boyfriend. And it's crazy that the second I was single is the second that all of my female friendships got so much stronger. I have lifelong people that I love and adore. We've been able to do so many trips together and just have so many fun girls nights and like build such strong friendships that mean the absolute world to me that are the like some of the most important things in my life. And I was able to do that because I gave myself this time. And I, again, you can do this in or out of a relationship. You can do all this in or out of a relationship. I just knew myself enough to know that I wasn't going to if I was in a relationship. I don't settle. Like, that's it. There's just no settling. And while sometimes I think that can be just me being too picky and like I need to work on that because that's a whole other conversation. I just don't settle at all. Another thing that I have learned my dad has always told me that—not always, but in the recent years, he has he has multiple times told me that respect in a relationship is, like, the most important thing. He's like, obviously, love is really important. Like, you need to love this person. You need to be in love with this person. But emotions, like, come and go. Respect is a lot more steady and consistent, and it's obviously, like, based on character. And I really started to think about it when I started, like, meeting other guys when— there was a shift because a lot of the time too, I was like always, not always, but I oftentimes was love-bombed. And I just like had no interest if someone wasn't immediately obsessed with me off the bat, which is actually a red flag and actually not good again, another conversation. But that's just kind of like what I translated love and relationships to be. And because I'm such an intense person, that translated into my relationships as like, I need to be with someone who is obsessed with me immediately. And like, that's it. Sparks fly. It's crazy. And what I've realized is that that is not good. And also all of the guys that I had been with before previously, either liked or dated or whatever, they'd all been guys that I had liked first and then... I liked them as a person because I had emotions for them or I had feelings for them, romantic feelings for them, right? Whereas now, I really would rather meet someone and like respect them as a person and then emotions grow, like romantic feelings grow. And I actually respect them. And by that, like, it sounds bad because it's like, I don't respect these people. Like you sound like an asshole, right? And it's not like that. It's just like, when you really admire someone for who they are. And I liked these people for who they were because I had romantic feelings for them. If I didn't have romantic feelings for them, I wouldn't think that they were as like stand up of a guy as like I made them out to be in my head. That person like didn't exist. That's like the person that I wanted to see, which also isn't fair to them because I'm projecting this fake person onto them when that isn't even who they are, you know? So that was also a huge lesson. So much career movement, like so much. We've done a lot of things. I just bought a new house. Like there's so many great things. I started a brand, like so much career movement that again, a lot of that is accredited to me spending time alone because I had more time to figure out, one, I have more time to work and work on my career. And two, I had more time to figure out who I was and what I actually wanted. Last one is what I want my life to feel like for myself, right? Not what I want my life to feel like for my future boyfriend, for my future husband, like, no. It's what I want my life to feel like for myself. So then I'm able to find a partner who is actually good for me because I actually know what I want. And it's also not fair for me to be like so, so lost. And like, listen, people meet and things happen and it works out and whatever, and that's fine. But for me to be so lost and not know what I want and then get into a relationship with someone and be avoiding myself and then have to just do this later down the line. And then I realize that I actually want nothing to do with them. And like, that's not even the person that I want to be. And we have nothing in common. So I wanted to have a better idea of who I actually am and what I actually want. So as I realized that I was just repeating all these patterns for so long and it was more than dating, it was also just like how I felt in crisis, how I felt day to day, how I felt about my career, how I looked at myself. Like I I was just repeating a lot of habits and I wasn't in a good mental headspace. And my best friend Ryan always says this, and he got this from his mom, nothing changes if nothing changes. And so I you know, that one day when I was looking in the mirror, I had a hard look at myself and I said, You need to get your shit together. You know, it starts with you and you can get clear on who you are and what you want and sit in silence. Cannot stress this enough. It's huge. Wake up in the morning, do morning pages, write for three minutes every day, meditate. This is something I'm really trying to get into. Guys, the other day, oh my God, side note picture this I am the most stressed out I have been in a while. I'm the most anxious I've been in over a year. I'm hormonal, I'm not doing well, and I'm beyond stress, traveling nonstop. Like I'm beyond stressed. I had like one free hour in my day and I was like, I'm going to practice self-care. I'm going to go to the sauna. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to put on like a little Melissa Wood meditation. I get there. I literally texted uh, this friend and I said, I'm locking myself in the sauna for an hour or else I'm going to kill someone. Right. I'm kidding. Obviously, I feel like you can't say anything these days. I was joking, to be clear. Anyways, I sit there and I'm like, oh, amazing. I literally hit play on Melissa Wood. I'm like, oh wow, I'm really doing the thing. (sighs) Someone in the cryo machine starts blasting Justin Bieber. And listen, I love Justin Bieber. Nothing wrong with Justin Bieber. He just was not what I needed in my Melissa Wood meditation. And I was like, I am going to kill someone. I was going to give up. And then I got an email that made my day even worse. So anyways, I'm still working on the meditation thing, but I do think it's going to be monumental in my next couple of years. So sit in silence. I like literally cannot stress that enough. Do things on your own. Take yourself on solo dates. Like that is what it's gonna be. And sometimes it gets worse before it gets better, but it's worth doing the work. You don't need to do this for two years, okay? Like maybe two months tops. Maybe you just need a two week break. Maybe you just need to be off the apps for two weeks because maybe the apps are what's distracting you from like dealing with your own shit and like getting yourself together and like finding yourself. And again, you can do that with or without dating. But for me, it was just like a crutch that I was using. And I think dating can just be something that we like distract ourselves with, or maybe don't have a great relationship with, or we lose ourselves in the process. And you just have so much time. Like life is long, you know? Spend some time alone. Something else that you have more time to do when you're single is shop, okay? And Macy's is really helping y'all out right now because Macy's has the VIP sale. It has arrived just in time to get everything that you need to refresh your wardrobe and your space for spring. I'm really in this in this wardrobe and home refresh, as you guys know. And I go to Macy's because Macy's has quite literally everything that I could ever need under the sun. Whether it's my skincare, like literally like bras and underwear, makeup, makeup, brushes, my shoes, cowboy boots, kitten heels, dresses, sweaters, home, kitchen, like literally everything you could ever possibly need, they have. So from March 24th to April 2nd, get an extra 30% off regular sale and clearance items, plus 15% off beauty. This is amazing for me. I'm a single girl in a new home at this point, okay? Like, I'm not made of money. I need some sales. I need some deals. So that's an extra 30% off pretty much everything from clothing, shoes, and handbags, because I forgot to mention that earlier. They even have handbags, to home decor and appliances they have all of the appliances that you could ever possibly want. Like I can get lost on Macy's like website for hours at a time because it's like everything I could ever want in one place, right? So check out Macy's.com. Some exclusions apply. See Macy's.com for details. And again, guys, we have more time to focus on ourselves. And sometimes focusing on ourselves It means a lot of things, but sometimes it can mean shopping, okay? And take care of yourself. Also, another thing I'll say during the sale, what I actually always normally do outside of like when I'm currently in this refresh phase of my life, I always stock up on like my basics, the things that I need to restock, whether it's like skincare, makeup, whatever. And the things that are maybe just like less fun to spend money on, you know, like a bra or underwear, like stuff like that, that you're like, I'm not like, jazzed about spending so much money on this. So during the VIP sale, it is the best time to just restock in everything you need, do a nice little refresh, and have a nice little like almost like spring cleaning session in which you need to refresh yourself and your home, okay? So check out Macy's.com. Some exclusions apply. See Macy's.com for details. I will say recently there's been a shift and how I feel about life and like where I feel like I'm going in this next chapter of my life. I don't know if it's because I bought a new house. I actually don't think so. I was feeling it before because I just been every day that goes by, I just want to be on a ranch. Like the more I learn about myself, the more I'm so different than who I thought I was. Growing up, all I ever wanted was to live in New York City. I moved to Los Angeles. I'm like big city girl, work, blah, 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 which I am that in certain ways. But every day that goes by, I'm like, you know, I want to be in the middle of nowhere on a ranch with horses. I need to be growing my own food. I listen to country music every single second of the day. Like, this is what I need. And I just, I don't know, I've started to feel like very different about how I'm spending my time, who I'm spending it with. Like, I feel like an urge or like a pull to more like wellness practices and like slowness in life and just feeling just calmer. I can just feel like certain things in my life getting smaller or just like in the best way, like circles or like things that I wanna do or whatever. Like my world is getting bigger, but like what I want is getting more clear. And I just like want more like wholesome, healthy things, right? So, uh, in this two years, I will say, has been transformative. It has been beautiful. It has been hard. It has been great. It has been very, very helpful. And I know myself better than I ever have. And I will always change. And I will always be learning about myself. But more importantly, I have a better relationship with myself that has now impacted every area of my life in a positive way. Like my career, my friendships, my dating life, my relationships, my every every single thing in my life has gotten better because I respected myself and loved myself enough to give myself this time and listen and honor myself versus listening to like the TikTok dating coaches. You know what I mean? And no offense to them. They're also great because now (laughs) I'm going to start dating again. So maybe we should end up this episode of like who I should date next. I'll give you guys a little, a little idea of like what I'm looking for. I do have some ideas. I will say I'm not like completely in the dark, but I've realized that what I would like in a partner, I touched on this briefly. I used to always be into for them a lot. I mean, I've dated I've dated, first off, if you guys saw everyone that I've actually dated in real life, and just like photos and videos and you knew them all, they're all so opposite from each other. But they're all outgoing for the most part, besides so like one of them. For the most part, I was always attracted to like, the loudest guy in the room because I wrongfully tied that to confidence. And oftentimes, the guy who's the loudest in the room is the most insecure and they normally have a drug problem. And that was a hard lesson for me to learn. So I would like someone, I need someone who can talk to anyone, can get along with anyone because I have so many different types of friends and types of people that I'm around. So I need someone who can talk to anyone, but you don't need to be the loudest in the room And some would even say like, oh, you need a shy guy because like you have a big personality. No, like I don't need someone who doesn't have a personality and doesn't talk to people. Like I will run all over them and it will not be good. I would like someone who's creative. I like someone who maybe is a little bit entrepreneurial, someone with work ethic, someone who is just like the nicest, kindest, purest soul you've ever met in your life. And just, I know it sounds like stupid to be like, they're just good, like obviously. But like if you saw who I've dated, that that would, you would realize that maybe that's necessary to put on the list. But I just, I need someone who also just like lets me be me and does their own thing. But we like compliment each other and is very secure. And something that I've noticed, because when you're a strong girl with a bigger personality, or honestly, I think it really comes down to like a money thing when you make money when you're a girl and you make more than your partner, oftentimes it is like a weird thing. And a lot of guys don't like it or are like threatened by it or whatever. And like, there's also like the societal standards on Baron. Like I do get it, honestly. And it just, it does, it's caused some issues, okay? I have found that a lot of guys who have strong mothers, and of course, like I can't control this. So this doesn't like make a break. A lot of guys who are raised by strong mothers, that's their normal. So it's not really as big of a deal, if at all but just someone who is like secure enough to like let me be me. You know what I mean? So anyways, this has been a lot of talking about myself and I'm I'm actually over myself at this point. I know it'll probably come as a shock, but I am over myself. And I just want to say I stopped dating for two years and it really changed my life. And it was the best decision I could have ever made. And a huge lesson in this is you have to know yourself enough to know what is best for you and not listen to what everyone is telling you on TikTok. Because if I would have listened to all the dating coaches and like gone on all the dates and stuff, I just don't think that I would be in the best place because I was not doing it from like the best reason. I would have at some point had to deal with myself. You know what I mean? So it would have just been like me stalling. And that was not the vibe. So while you can do all of this, and I will continue to do all of this while I'm dating in relationships, it was important for me to give myself the break and the room to breathe, if you will. Okay. Anyways, I love you guys so much. I hope you guys enjoyed today's nice solo podcast episode. I hope to see y'all in, oh my God, this week in Chicago, next week, March 27th. We have a live show with Lauren Elizabeth and let me know what city you guys want me to come to next. I love you guys so much. To people who are watching on YouTube, subscribe. Leave a nice rating interview on the podcast as well. Love you guys so much and I will talk to you on Thursday.